Sota, Perak Tess, Mishnah Yud Base, 9.12. Mishnah continues to things that um, stopped over time. So here it says, Mishamesu Nevim Harishonim. Um, once the early Nevim died, this means the Nevim that preceded Chagai Zachari Malachi, who were the, really the last Nevim at the beginning of Bayas Shani, so meaning at the beginning of the Bayas Shani period. Batlu Urim Vetumim. The Urim Vetumim stopped operating. Urim Vetumim, a reference to the ability for the Kongadal to consult um, the 12 stones of the Choshen, the, on the breastplate of the Kongadal, on which there were the names of the 12 tribes, as well as the names of the three Avos, and the words Shifte Ka, uh, and all those together give you all the letters in the alphabet, and they would be able to ask questions and get an answer from like those letters and becoming more bold, and the Kongadal could see those letters becoming bold, and then knew through like Ruach HaKodesh um, how to, you know, de- um, Scrabble, unscrabble those letters to make them into an answer to his question. Now that stopped happening um, in the time after the Nevi'im Rishonim, meaning after the end of the first temple period and the beginning of the second temple period. Um, exactly what the Urim Batumim are, there's a Machlokas. Most learned, we're talking about a, actually the technical Urim Batumim is a piece of parchment um, which has a Shem's name on it, which is then like put into the folds of the Choshen, because that breastplate kind of folds in half. Um, others learn it's referring to the breastplate itself. Whatever it is, it stopped working um, at that time. Also, Mishecharov Besa Mikdash, Batal HaShamir. The Shamir stopped being around um, at the end of the Besa Mikdash. Here we're talking about Bais Sheni, the second Besa Mikdash period. The Shamir was a tiny little, like a worm. Um, it was like the size of a barley corn, so very small. Um, which had the ability to sort of um, crack stones that it was that they were sitting on. So, for example, to cut the stones for the choshen, you couldn't actually use a metal implement that was against um, the halacha. So, therefore, they how did they in, engrave names and so on? They used the shamir. But after the end of the base of English by Shani, the shamir disappeared. We haven't got any more, and I, since I have never seen one, I can tell you nothing more about it. Further says the Mishnah, the nofes tzufim. Um, also, nofes tzufim stopped being. Nofes tzufim means, according to the Gemara, either a like very special tasting honey, which is how the bartender learns, or like a kind of like sweet flour, um, meaning f l o u r that you eat the the you know powder um, that has 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 been cooked and so on. In any case, um, tzufim, uh, the bartender's pshat is that it came from a place called. Tzipia, so that is, Tufim means it's from that place. Tufim ostensibly is a place from where the honey is coming from. So no longer available after the base of Mikdash. And also, Ufasko Anche Amana, men of true faith in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, um, just disappeared from off the scene after the base of Chorban base of Mikdash, uh, meaning these are people who believe in Hashem so wholeheartedly that they didn't have any compunction to spend money on Hidra Mitzvah, on giving tzedakah, on Shabbos and Yom Tov, because they were sure, even though they, you know, it would mean they didn't know where tomorrow's meal would come from, but they had confidence Hashem would provide them with the wherewithal to keep on going. Um, those people disappeared off the scene um, after the base English was destroyed. Shinatmar, as the Pasuk says, this is the Pasuk from Tehillim, where it says, Hoshia Hashem ki gamar chasid, save us Hashem, because the chasidim have ended, 
And then it says, Vigomer, finish the Pasuk, but the rest of the Pasuk, which is the essential part really, is, Kifasu emunim b'nei adam. Because um, the emunim, the people who are the b'nei amana, the people who have true faith in Hashem, have stopped being. Um, so it's kind of an unusual proof text, right? What's happening here is, David Melech said this Pasuk many years before the Chorban Abayas, of course, like a thousand years before. Um, but uh, this was like a, a navua, and Chazal understand that this navua that David Melech wrote about for the future was applicable to this time. Says the Mishnah further, Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Omer, Mishum Rabbi Hoshua, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, who was the Nasi really um, after after the Chorban Beis Mikdash, but Rabbi Hoshua, who was like his father's contemporary. Um, he said in his name, because he heard he was there at the time, Rabbi Yoshua was there at the time of the Chorban. So he said, Miyom From the day that Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, There's no day um, on which there isn't a curse, by which he means each day gets worse than the next. Then the, I should say each one gets worse than the previous. So it's it's like ongoing klala, things are totally devolving over time, worse and worse and worse. Um, more than that, v'lo yarad hatal levracha, the dew no longer descends as a blessing. Um, Tosefta speaks out that like it used to be that the dew helped things, but now instead of like making the wheat better, it now makes it kind of rot and go black. V'nital tam haperos, and also said of Yeshua that the taste of the fruit has has been removed, meaning now fruit is much less tasty than it was before. Rabbi Omer, Afnitel Shomen Haperos. Rabbi Yossi says not just the taste that's gone, but also like the richness of the fruit, meaning its ability to sustain and nourish, and it's also been removed. So the fruit now is also um, less sort of nutritious and, uh, and, and satisfying than it had been before.